Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Hi, lovey, and welcome back. I am so glad to be back, maybe more than you even know. Well, today's going to be a bit of a catch up and me sharing something I've been working on lately. Buckle up because one never knows where my mind might take us. Yes, that is true. Well, if you follow along on socials, you know that I didn't drop an episode last week as planned because, well, life, life came. And I'm hard on myself and I don't like to feel like I have dropped the ball. And also I'm working to be kinder and gentler on myself. So I knew that taking a break was what I needed for my mental health. So I did. And in full irony, after surviving that and making plans to get the wheels back onto the bus so that I could get the bus back on the road, I was flattened by something that was not COVID, says three negative tests, but still set me back on my behind nonetheless. Seriously, y'all, I had to leave work Tuesday in the middle of an event that I had been planning basically since I started there three months ago. Literally, the caterers were walking in with a food when suddenly my just feeling crappy changed and a fever kicked off, which, as the responsible people there pointed out, meant that I needed to go home instead of getting on a tour bus with 20 other humans for several hours. Y'all germs, they are the dumbest, the dumbest of dumb. Now, don't be surprised, but on my way home, I cried because one, I felt like I was letting my team down. They didn't make me feel this way. They were kind and lovely, but I felt that way on my own. Hashtag remember what I just said about being hard on myself. And two, I cried because I hate being sick. Like hate it, hate it. It makes me irrationally angry. It just feels like a colossal waste of time. And weakness was dangerous when I was a kid. So I'm not trying to be down and out for easy pickings, as they say in the South. Please don't at me. I know this is all broken, stinking thinking, and I know it's important to listen to your body and rest when you're sick. I listened to my body last week and didn't make an episode. I'm just trying to be honest with you here. I made the short drive back to my place, and the moment I shut the door behind me, everything that was touching me had to come off. My backpack, keys were flying, the clothes, all the things, because I was suddenly so hot, I thought I might spontaneously combust. I made myself a hot tea and some oatmeal because I hadn't had anything to eat or drink, even though it was already one o'clock. And then I promptly fell asleep for two hours. Two hours, y'all. I don't nap ever. I hate napping almost as much as I hate being sick. It just makes me feel miserable. When I wake up, I have this headache. I feel like I'm going to barf. And how long has it been since someone used that word? Wow. Flashback. Anyway, I feel sick. And honestly, I'm a bit more than cranky. I know it is so not the norm. And for all you nap lovers, go you. Seriously, I wish I could be a nap taker because my nighttime sleep is often hot garbage. Thank you, trauma. And I think I could benefit from a good nap once in a while. Now, don't get me wrong. A 15-minute power nap, I can totally get on board with. But one minute longer and I'm, I'm off. I'm not on board. Not at all. Anyway, I kept telling myself I'd be fine the next day. But then I would wake up that day still feeling like hot garbage and running a fever. Thursday afternoon, I was certain I would be returning to work the next day. I was on the phone with my daughter who was telling me all the things I needed to do to let myself rest so that I can feel better. Side note, these are the same things I tell her when she is sick. And we both acknowledge how ridiculously obnoxious it is because we both hate being sick and we both hate being told what to do. 
while I was on the phone with her, I took my temperature because I suddenly began to feel that spontaneous combustion thing racing up on me. And as sure as the sun rises, I still had a fever. There were no words. Well, there were no nice words because I just wanted to throw things and pitch a fit and be an actual toddler for a hot minute. Because again, I hate being sick. Please don't judge me. I know I was being fully absurd. Again, just trying to keep it real with you and share reality, not filtered, Coach Tammy. And I was having a temper tantrum. This is even more absurd because I wasn't even falling behind in work. I had packed my work computer up before I left, so I was able to work every day from home. And since I've long worked from home, I am far more productive there, especially on those high-focus projects like I was working on. Yes, the irony of trying to control things and being sat on my behind is not missed by me. Today, I've taken all the meds, made the hot tea, and have a pile of throat lozenges here, and I'm going to do my best to press on and get this episode out, and please forget the fact that it may sound like I have a clothespin on the end of my nose. Let's get started. For the past three episodes, we worked through our series on daily rhythms. In part one, we focused on editing our lives. I asked you to decide where you can downsize, what you can donate, and how you can delete things to make room for growth in the next season. In part two, we focused on editing your calendar through the lens of awareness, intention, and vision. So you can map a plan for your week that leaves you feeling satisfied and proud of who you are and how you move through your days. Part three had us working to take down the pain points in our lives so we can lower friction in our day-to-day living. Our goal was to create more ease and peace. Before we jumped into this series, we talked about how to tackle seasons of transition. It was the catalyst for me taking us on this journey where we could focus on getting our life in order in some kind of way. It was born from some struggles in my own life as I tried to balance a new work opportunity with my coaching business and podcast. I hope all of us took the time to get our proverbial house in order so we can better steward our resources of time and energy. You know, I mentioned that I wanted to do a series on female friendships, and I promise you that I am working on that. It's just a bit more work to coordinate schedules, time zones, and all the bits and bobs, but I promise it is in the work, so stay tuned. Today, I want to highlight something I've been working on lately in my own life that I think could be a powerful tool for you too. It came from a conversation with my sweet friend, Jenny, who you guys will hear on the friendship episode, hopefully. I had texted her one day telling her how I wished we were just back together in Georgia, sitting at our favorite coffee shop in the little town we lived in, chatting about everything and nothing. She replied that we had no idea how special the moments we were living actually were. And it got me thinking, How often do we miss those magic moments in our lives? Perhaps we're just moving too fast or are distracted or simply aren't present enough in the moment to see the beauty that's in front of our eyes. Please note, this is about more than gratitude. It's about presence, being fully present where your feet are planted. Too many of us are missing moments of magic because we're running at light speed through life. I think, well, I certainly hope, that we want to be women fully awake in our own stories, acknowledging and celebrating those moments of ordinary magic that are sprinkled throughout our life. We want to be where our feet are planted. We want to have the margin to stop and breathe and see what's around us. I've talked in previous episodes about being awake in our lives, fully present in each moment instead of rushing from one to the next. This has to happen in order for us to see the moments of magic in our day-to-day lives. It has taken me a long time to see this clearly, but living life on autopilot, well, it's not really living. As women, we are told to keep pushing, hustle hard, and be thinking of the next step. And where I can see the benefits of this in some ways, the distance we've taken, it leaves us absent from our own life. 
We stay so focused on all the spinning plates and what's ahead on the horizon that we fail to see the magic and the ordinary moments we're standing in. It's wrong to be racing so wildly through your life that when you get to the end, that proverbial finish line, you realize you've missed so much. It makes the victory tainted and your soul longing for some quote unquote good old days. Please tell me you understand what I'm talking about here. Raise your hand if you've ever looked back on a moment in your life and longed to go back there. Perhaps you felt sad that you missed something beautiful. Or raise your hand if you've ever felt regret for a moment when you didn't slow down enough to be fully present with someone you love. I believe we've all experienced these moments when we realized we missed something. But what I know for certain is we can work to ensure we don't miss any more. Because I spent the bulk of my life in survival mode, I've missed more moments than I'm even aware of, to be perfectly honest. That said, I know that if I can figure out how to come present in my own story, so can you. Now, here's where it gets sticky and quite frankly, hard. There's no three-step plan, quick tip, or life hack for this, though I wish with all of my being that I could share one with you that would help all of us do this consistently. Man, oh man, do I wish I had one. But the truth is, this being present, it's a process. It's a practice. It's a trial and an error. It's a two-step forward and one-step back kind of dance until we get it right more than we get it wrong. I know, rude, right? I'm happy to share some things that work for me and I will, but you're gonna have to find your own rhythm for doing this. This is why the last series I did was so important. The best way I've found to be fully present in my life is by making sure that my daily rhythms set me up for success. Seriously, not to beat a dead horse here, but the day in, day out bits of our lives are what add up to the fullness of life we're living. If those are off track and out of order, the odds of us being where our feet are planted it is greatly reduced. When our life is full of chaos, it's impossible to spot all the moments of magic. We have to have enough margin in our days to breathe. It's really as simple as that. When we protect our calendar, manage our resources, and guard our peace, you have the space needed to be fully present with the people and the moments in your life. Now, a tip I want to mention first here to get us started is a meditation app. No matter what you think about meditation, whatever preconceived notion you might have about it, or if you're a person of faith, what your faith experience may have said about it, I want you to try it. Honestly, it has nothing at all to do with anything creepy or alternative or woo or whatever word you want to use. It's honestly just a moment in time where you can come fully present, slow your mind, find your breath, ground yourself, and just be. Personally, there are two apps I love for this. The first is the app Insight Timer. There are so many meditations on this app to choose from, varying lengths of time. Some are faith-based, some are for women, some are for men, some are for different seasons that you may be walking through, whatever. My point is there are so many options to choose from that you can fit it into any schedule you have. My second favorite app for meditation is Shine. This app was created by two women of color, so there are just some meditations that speak to the heart of women walking through a world designed for the success of men. It's beautifully done, and I just can't say enough good things about it. I love it so very much. And if you don't feel comfortable using an app, then here's my challenge to you. I want you to spend five minutes at the start of every day being still. I know, it's hard. No distractions. You need to let your mind stop racing about all the things that are coming ahead. Take slow, deep breaths. Place your feet firmly on the ground, relax your shoulders, straighten your spine, relax your hands, then maybe get wild and crazy and consider speaking some truth over your life. Remind yourself who you are, remind yourself what you're good at, and remind yourself of the magic you have inside of you, and then carry that feeling forward into your day. 
Another tool I've used in the past is the Miracle Morning Practice. This is from the book with the same name by Hal Elrod. I'll let you check that out and see if you might like it. But I have to say it's what got me started on having such intentional daily rhythms. And I love it. Another tip I have to share is related to technology. Now, I'm just going to be really transparent here. Since I've become an empty nester and live alone, I have found myself in my place eating my dinner. There's a TV show on the TV and my phone is in my hand. I'm playing a game or scrolling mindlessly through socials. Y'all, that is so extra in all the wrong ways. In all the wrong ways. How can I experience the magic of a delicious meal if my attention is divided in so many other places? How can I experience a wonderful moment during a documentary or understand more of the human condition while watching Big Brother or capture a laugh that makes my sides hurt while watching a comedy if I'm dividing my focus between it, my phone, and a meal? It's madness to me how many levels of distraction that we willingly choose to bring into our lives. We welcome them. We create space for them. And then guess what? We begin to crave them. And in doing so, we miss so much. I know this is a bit of a soapbox thing, and maybe I'm the only person in the whole wide world finding themselves in this place where I'm missing moments of magic. But ever since my friend made that comment about us not knowing how good we had it, I thought about it. I don't want to miss another moment. And that's it really. Awareness. You guys know I talk about it here all the time. By being aware of the possibility of missing those moments, I can work hard to ensure I don't miss them going forward. Or at least I miss them far less than I did. That has to count for something, right? I hope these tips and thoughts I offered here today help you learn to be more present in your life so you don't miss magic moments. I know this was a shorter episode with just a few tips on how I think you can become present where your feet are planted, but I just, I don't want us to miss any more moments that are beautiful and magical in our life. They're just too precious. And I want us to capture every single one so that we know the beauty that makes up our lives. Now, as I promised earlier, I'm working on a series on female friendships and I cannot wait for you to listen to them. I'm covering a variety of topics and challenges because I want us to get intentional about building and nurturing these very important relationships. Thank you so much for being here, lovey. And I can't wait to see you back here next week when we dive into part one of our series on friendship. Have a great week, lovey. Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this this episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.